You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Hey guys, we're here at AfterBuzz doing another recap of Shark Tank, episode 24. Ready for some business. Yeah, I really like this episode. It was kind of, um, there was lots of different stuff. Overall, what'd you think? Overall, it was a fun episode. Um, I don't know in the timeline of filming when this takes place, because they're getting really persnickety with each other. Like, at the, you know, the last guy, they were like, you know, good thing, you, good, Robert's getting all greedy, and, and Robert's like, what? That was a good deal. So they're all going for each other. They are, but I feel like last... Well, do I need to know something? Oh, it's episode 25. 24. They oh. had two episodes. Yeah, I guess yeah, we just counted one episode. Yeah, well. Oh, sorry, 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 everybody. Episode 24. My bad. Um, okay, well, let's get started. First, we have the smart light bulbs called Alumi. Is that how you say it? Alumi? Alumi. Alumi. We had Corey and Swapnil. They wanted $350,000 for 15%. What you think about these light bulbs, Phil? They were smart guys. I give them credit. I give they took them. It seemed like Mark was, I don't know, for some reason, as soon as they said Dallas. Just the word Dallas or Texas. Mark's like, hmm, what? Not, and not that that's the driving force in why he does business with anybody, but it's just always funny to me. I really, I like these a lot, but I feel like part of the pitch should have been, like what everybody was saying, like, in the beginning, I thought it was about the light bulb. And it's not about the light bulb. It's about the experience. It's about the app. And I mean, again, like, I'm not an app. I'm one of the few that probably, I get that all these apps make I a have shit my basic ton of money. Apps. I get it. But I am, like, not the girl that would use my phone to turn my left. Maybe I would. Maybe I would. Maybe if I had it, I would. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm denying myself something that's awesome. You're denying yourself pleasure. Well... I don't know. Anyway, but they didn't they didn't package it like that. Like in the beginning, I thought it was really, you know what I mean? I thought it was the light bulb, but it's really not the light bulb. It's it's the light bulb in this fixture that's connected to this app that you can control from your phone. And like a lot of people said, I feel like I feel like stuff like this exists already. Like you can lock your doors from your phone. You can turn on your swimming pool from your phone. Like I feel like you can do almost anything from your phone. There's a lot of products for a lot of these different things, and it's just a matter of which one kind of sticks and and what does what feature, you know. So that y- you and me could have a battle if we both have the same kind of app that does a similar thing. I could say, oh yeah, well mine also does the garage, and you'd be like, yeah, well mine also knows when to feed the dogs. But I feel like, like there's stuff like it's like I feel like it's like even on like ADT or P or whatever it is. Like there's something ADT. Yeah, ADT yeah. They ADP's payroll. They I think that there's something that can do kind of everything. There's something that can like make sure your door's locked, make sure the oven's off. Make sure like I see this commercial of these kids coming I mean, the into whole, this party. The whole premise is universal remote or universal something. Right. Right? And so a lot of the, those things are headed that way. I mean, just look at with um 
viewing in general, right? It's supposed to be one box. Why are you guys like winking at each other? No, I'm trying on? to get your attention. Could you put this up a little bit? I can't hear myself. Thanks. Sorry, I was trying Technical to be inconspicuous, digger. and I guess I threw you, Phil. Sorry. It's just, oh, I, it's so I, I, much I like, better. What are they I can flirting or something? To... Like, what's going no, on? No, I just, I was trying to, like, I don't know, when you were talking, just give a little, like, hey, mic <laughs> yeah, check. Yeah, that's why I thought, like, we what do you do, like, the mic check. Anyway. I was all like, anyway, sorry to interrupt. Okay, Go the ahead. point Universal being, remote. You, you know, or just even this one box, the idea of this one box where you can watch TV, you can play video games, you can, you know, watch Netflix and Hulu and this and that, one box that feed them all, right? I guess someone got really obsessed with Lord of the Rings and they want one unit for everything. But that's, that seems to be the premise, and you know, because smartphones are the way that smartphones are, it seems to be the natural progression of things like, hey, everyone always has their cell phone on them, hit smart, load it up with apps that might ease your day. You know what I would like to happen, and maybe people will not like me for saying this, I would like all of technology to fail <laughs> for about a week. Just a week. So people could really get a grip of what it was like. 15 years ago when, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like all we're doing— You're one of those entrepreneurs that goes into the tank that has this ambition, but how does it make me money, as Kevin would say? No, I like to make money. A lot of my—like, I can see the money in the apps. I can see—even when we were talking about that dating app a few episodes back, like, I can see what would be better. You know what I mean? Like, I Mm -hmm. get the whole make money part of it. But, like, man, people are so freaking connected to their smartphones that it's dumb. Just my opinion. Anyway, so and, – and these bulbs, it's kind of – and, again, it's this whole experience. And what they – for me, what, what I didn't get, and maybe you did get, are these bulbs a universal fit? So it's the bulb. Uh, no bulb is, though. Right. So it's the bulb – it's $289 for a three-pack of bulbs. But that, like, kind of normal fit that I can go by, like, the, you know, GE four-pack of bulbs, I get this three-pack for 289 and it'll fit in my normal lights? Is that – that's what they were saying, right? Again, it depends on the light. But, I mean – For the I, most part, though. I, most I get this. The they're not part. saying their bulb fits every light. I understand. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to say that that's what they're saying. I'm just trying to say that – for the most part. For the most part, I guess. I could probably buy a pack of these lights. I don't have well, – what I'm trying to say is I don't have to buy a special fixture for this bulb. Most likely not. Okay, because they had a few fixtures that all kind of seemed the same. So I didn't know if, like, you could buy these cool fixtures. Again, well, they, they there's just, halogen – like, if you have a halogen fixture, you're, you're not going to be able to use these. You have to redo your fixture. If, like, you buy a standard, let's say, uh, table lamp for your, you know, desk yeah. or – your bed then yeah then it would work there yeah. so there 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 is an overall standard quote unquote but again there's there's tons of lights but in the same sense if you go to home depot right but if you break it down you know how many times you're like in the middle of something and your light bulb goes out and it's like the most inopportune time the light especially if you're like an office building or something like the if you if you knew that the the bulb you was know how many last light bulbs I had to call in every day. Right, but I'm saying if you knew a light bulb was going to last for 20 years for 90 bucks, that's kind of not – I think that's a good investment. That is a good investment. So th- th- I just feel like for me, I get it's a good idea. We'll go through their deal process. But I just feel like there was a, a few really cool things that they didn't kind of focus on. But I guess they said enough. So you know, – and Mr. Wonderful starts it with like this is the best licensing deal ever. Everybody's got light bulbs. Make this a little sticker or a little RFD chip, something that you could put on every existing light bulb. Now, that would be the smart thing, too. 
But but Kevin and, and or not Kevin, I'm sorry. Um, Mark and Robert disagree. Certainly, Mark. Well, he disagrees in the licensing ever. Well, okay, we'll we'll get to that. But Barbara, yeah, she was just kind of. She was kind of in my boat. She's a disbeliever of, like, turning things on with an iPad that she doesn't think she's going to do it. She's out right away. Lori says there's a ton of competition, and she doesn't think they'll be able to compete, so she's out right away. Um, so then Robert, like you were saying, goes in. He's like, I'm in the lighting industry. I actually think this is a cheap solution. And he makes the first over $350,000 for 35%. Serviceable? Serviceable, you think? I don't know. And then Mark, they did have a good argument as to why they should be valued where they should be valued, even though they only they're on par to make three hundred. Last year they made one fifty, so they're definitely inflating their, their themselves. But they they did have a good argument. Is that what they said? No, no, no. They didn't. No, I think you're. No. They haven't sold. What? The one that made one fifty last year was the Intellistopper and three fifty this year. Yeah, okay. So the I feel like this is uh yeah, yeah. they they're, need the they're, money they're, to they're... manufacture it to bring it to market. Got it. They're two months away, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, I got them confused. That's okay. Um and then Mark, you know, chimes in with like how you were saying, the Mark and Robert going back and forth. He's like, Man, he's like, I can bring value to this. I think Robert's being a little greedy, but I'll I'll make an offer for you three hundred fifty thousand dollars for twenty five percent. And they try. That's. I mean, ultimately, that's a good deal. Especially, I felt like they wanted to work with Cuba, and they kept throwing out the word Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. And ultimately, they negotiated on the twenty-five to twenty. But no, he's like, come on. Well, but it was kind of interesting too because when he went back to see what Mister Wonderful wanted, Mark said, "I'm going to go out," and then they got him to come back in. Which doesn't really happen a lot. So Mark actually really liked the idea. Except but- the last episode when all the guys left, and then. <laughs> Right, right, right. But I'm saying Very special that case, adds I know. to like what what you was saying yeah. that like they're getting a little testy of being like you're taking too much time. I'm out. See you yeah. later. Um, and then you know, Mr. Wonderful chimes in with his contingency deal, but his contingency deal this time was just contingent on if they got the intellectual property, like if they got the patent, so then he can license it out. He just wanted 15 percent of anything he licensed done, which I don't think was that bad of a deal because if they can figure out, you know, how to make their costs. You know, or their margins fifteen percent different, and they have, then they essentially get the three hundred fifty k for free. Yeah. Um, Robert goes out, and he, you know he eventually you know negotiates with Mark down to a deal. And I think you're right. Like I think that's kind of who he wanted. Yeah. So, anything else about the alum? Alumni? Uh, you know, gonna, yeah, we'll are you see. gonna buy some? Actually, they emailed me. Did they? How, how do you not have that ready and tell me? I, I didn't put two and two together until later, but you know. Phil, what did Here they we... say? Did they are they going to give us some light bulbs for the studio? And then we can uh, promote them. See, here's the thing. The problem is I have like ten emails I manage. So let's see. You keep oh, talking Mr. about popular. something. It's not Mr. Popular. I manage a lot of businesses. Okay. He's okay. his own shark. Your own okay. shark. All right. Well, while you find that email, we'll move on. To um, the second people that come into the tank tonight is called Zubin. We've got Felix and Jordan. Um, they seem like a super cute couple. Again, we're see- we see this. I would say we see this almost, what do you think, like 50% of the time that the business is either husband-wife or like, you know, 
people in friends. a relationship or family or friends. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we see that a lot. And I don't know if that's just for this show, for the like the banter of it or whatever. But I wonder, I wonder what that statistic is of, of how many people are in business with each other if it's more, you know, family or, or not and, you know, whatever. I think, well, you, you want, you, they try to do business with who they're comfortable with. Right, doesn't you know, always I mean, work out though. I mean, you should you should choose your business partner more carefully than you choose your spouse. Just saying. You think so? That's the. What do you think, I Marissa? I saw a face over there. I nothing. Say it. I don't know. I don't know. Really? No, oh, I disagree no. with you both. Why? But I'm the hopeless romantic because I feel like the number one person should be like. You think you should pick your business partner more wisely than the person that you Oh, with. sorry. Hold on. Um, this is someone You're not from... Even paying attention to me. I know, but you, this is someone from Verbalize It, so they're going to be... Because if you marry someone, you don't even have to do business with them. They could still steal half your shit. I know. I mean, at least if you're in a business, you know what I'm saying? At least if you're in a business, they're doing some of the work. Uh, what, what is it? I got to confuse. It's somebody else from Shark Tank. Oh. See that. Anyway, so Did we, I, didn't, I don't remember covering. That's not from the season, is it? No, it's uh, see, see, season finale. Everyone assumes uh, that the season finale happened. I didn't read the whole text. You sent me it's like a book. Your phone's the size of a book. Okay, but anyway, I'm sure you can control. We'll your get up, we'll get up for thing. the season finale. Oh yeah, I don't know. They Maybe emailed. anyway. Um, yeah, that'd be super fun. So, uh, and again, I like this couple because they're. They're super passionate about their idea, but their idea stems from them being teachers. So what they have is, you know, it's a subscription-based book club almost. Not it's book the Netflix club, of books. No. Because, That's what Marx wants it to be. Right. He's going to build it to be the – no, but it's not because Netflix – you don't go to Netflix and be like, I want to action – you don't – you have to scroll through to pick your stuff from what they already have up there. This one, you type in what you want, and then they give you a thing. It's kind of, it's not exactly Netflix, I don't think. Like, you know, okay, like, if I had to explain it, though, that's how I'd explain it. But that's not correct. Okay. But how Mark was saying, it's like this whole trusted curation is, you know, going to be a big thing. And, and I totally agree with that. Like, people, like, and again, back to technology, like, technology is dumbing people down. They don't want to make decisions. They want to be told what to do. They want to be like, this is what I like. Tell me what to do. People make love me happy. choices. But I don't agree. Yes and no. The yes whole point no. is, there's a, like isn't there choices. a saying freedom is choice? Right. But, but the what problem I'm saying is, is people don't want to spend time making choices, choices that are not that important so figuring out a book they want to make the they they would i feel like they'd rather make the choice of i like one two and three rather than reading what the movie's about and and making the choice for themselves they want to they want to tell you what they want and they want you to give it to them they don't want to have to choose something they might like because for the fact that they might not like it and then it's a waste of time i think it's it's a it's a double problem because people want choices but they don't like too many choices it's it's yeah. just the no, way I it agree. is, and, and it, I agree with you. You know, and so just anyway, that's just the general um, thing. In terms of these guys, I wasn't really seeing. You know, Mark kept digging and digging, and I guess he eventually got what he wanted out of them, but nobody else really saw it. I know. I was kind of um, 
And I like that. I like how Mark kind of stays quiet sometimes to the end. He stays quiet kind of like he kind of doesn't usually chime in first unless there's like a total like scumbag or somebody presenting something. And he's like, yeah, you're no, I'm not going to do business with you. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, Laurie, you know, asks a few questions, which a competition and they were like, Amazon's a competition. But I don't know that you can do that on Amazon. Can you go check boxes on what you like? It's I don't not know. That, I don't it's not it. that. Well, everyone uses Amazon, but it's not that. It, but it, it just kind of recommends things to you, right? But does it recommend things from you because, like, it knows the IP address of your computer and it sees things that you search and it's like Big Brother recommending it, or does it's it recommend an, well, it because you're like, I want X, Y, Z? Because sometimes it's right, it's and sometimes they're wrong. I know. Like, yeah. I mean, like four of my good friends are like pregnant Marissa. right now. Listen. So, like, all I see when I go to stuff like that is, like, pregnant crap. Okay. But let's go to someone like Marissa, who loves movies. I do. So when you browse through Amazon, mm-hmm. I see your face light up of, like, ooh, that's a movie I like. Let yeah. me buy it. Well, Amazon usually gives you recommendations of what you should buy. But how do they get that information? But From don't you light up? searches. The point is you light I'm up. You're Amazon like, ooh, right now. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, little Marissa just lights up. That's She's like, why I my like mic that sound movie. wasn't right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you know, it, and I think I think most people are like that, right? But would you be more or less excited if you didn't have to? So you probably had to watch a certain amount of movies in order for them to start recommending stuff that actually worked. No. Yeah, that I mean that tends to work for Netflix for your genres that you like to watch and stuff. But for Netflix, it usually goes off based of your past recent searches right so but what i'm saying is if the first time you went on it but Amazon- and every week they gave you a new movie you had to fill out once and every week they gave you a new movie wouldn't that kind of be better amazon what if one day it- your friends come over and watch a movie on your netflix then it's going to start giving oh, you all these absolutely, yeah. absolutely messes all the you up. everyone always knows. people do that to they- hello but problem i know i understand that but with amazon it also accounts for you could search one thing right and it accounts for other people's recommendation so if you like this mug you might also like the afterbuzz mic cube because you some other person bought both correct but see i don't and again i just like playing devil's advocate i think but i just think anytime you're building a taxonomy of how people are going to search for what and how it gets it's just See, and it's that's the thing. That to me, it's like if you want to know how people are, what I'm going to like, just freaking ask me. Have me fill out a five-minute thing, and then you know people what I People hate like? that. I don't. You're different. Whatever. Who the hell wants to sit there and fill out a five-minute application just to sign up for one thing? No, but it's not one thing. You do this once in every like a subs- every week they'd give you a new movie or a new book or whatever. And the cost is acquisition, right? That was that was Kevin's big thing. Right. Guess what? I'm already out because I don't care to fill out a five minute stupid thing. Right, but pe- but <laughs> I'm let just me saying. choose my words wisely. I get what you're saying, but the five minutes spent if in if you look at the investment of those five minutes for them to get it right, you're gonna spend more than five minutes looking at what they send to you as a thing and saying no because your friend came over and watched some beaches movie that you don't want to watch. I so, get that. So it, it, it's a say, like if you just take the time and put in the work first, you're going to get more of what you want. But that's See, not that's how it's perceived. That's not how, that's not how it's perceived. That's not how it's perceived. Nobody wants to do the work. 
They just Hell want no. you to know. It's not how it's perceived, which is how I've already given up if I'm trying to use this service. Whatever. I don't want to. F- I like it. I like the service. Mark likes it too, so whatever. Well, I don't know. I just didn't like I didn't like them. I didn't, you didn't trust like them. them? I didn't trust them. She worked K through twelve at Google, and he's already done tech ventures. What didn't you like about him? They didn't really have all the answers I wanted. What answers did you want, Phil? Better ones. Nobody comes in to give worse ones. <laughs> anyway. All right. I'm moving along. So pretty much, um, nobody really liked it. Nobody got it. Everyone kind of goes out, and then Mark makes it. You know, he makes an offer. He says he'll do two hundred fifty thousand dollars for thirty percent. So he pretty much doubles the percentage that he would get and um you know they didn't feel feel comfortable and they went down to how about 20 and mark said he meet him in the middle at 25 i think it's great i think and i think mark's exactly right something like this it's either going to be a home run or it's or gonna suck it's gonna suck it's either gonna be great or suck and i think it's gonna be great because mark you know kind of tends to make things great moving along good luck hey i'm gonna i don't i'm gonna go i don't really like to read no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, moving along. Next, we've got father and son. Here we go again. Chase and Bob, the IntelliStopper technology. What do you think about that, Phil? I think most women that I know get through a bottle of wine. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't disagree. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming, man. What do you want me to say? That's a good point. I mean, I think this could be something, you know, for bars. Okay. Like, that could be a good a good use, although he didn't touch on that at all. But again, if I think you're going to go through high or volume overall at a bar. Right, but if you think about a bar, every single bottle of wine has one of these on it. You know how I many? Like, the, the, the bottle doesn't go through... I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I wonder, know the bar wonder... side. I gotta go call my friend John Taffer from Bar Rescue and ask him. Don't call him up right now. Marissa, no, text kidding. Kevin. Get me Russell Davis and Mia from the other room. I want answers. Actually, here. Okay. If I gave you Russell's phone, can you call him? Right. This is gonna Russell. Happen. Russell is a mixologist, so I want answers. Well, because if this. they have rest, if they does he have restaurants too? If they have a bar, they get, they probably have oil, olive oil too. Who uses this thing? Russell's going to know. Russell's going to okay, know. Okay, Russell, we want you. Hold on, Marissa, here. Take my phone and call Russell Davis. Calling, calling. Um, I do, and he is again, bartender I, of the year for 2012, oh, by yeah, the way. Russell. So he's going to have an answer. Do, I do like... We've seen this product before. We know it. We've seen it. I'm pretty sure we've seen it on Shark Tank. We've seen, like, <laughs> stuff that makes wine not go bad. Like, one of those... Remember that thing that, like, took the air out? And, like, you turn it upside down or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there was something. So we've definitely seen this. I do like the red thing. I do like so that you can see. Because the other thing that I know about wine is that how many times do you leave a bottle of wine? Like, you don't remember. Like, two, three days later, you don't remember when you had your last glass. You don't remember how long it's been in there for. So now you can see, like, oh, it's back to red. Kick this bottle. Because bad wine is bad news. Skunked wine is not good. Most people aren't drinking good wine to begin with, just FYI. But no, but and even if you take a bad wine, it gets worse, dude. It does. It does. Trust me. Um, Any updates, Marissa? I'm calling. She's calling um, him right now. And then we've got 
Uh, they did. They, these guys are the ones that, that did the business already. They did one hundred fifty thousand dollars last year. This year they're on track to do three hundred thousand, and they just locked in a deal with Bed Bath and Beyond. So clearly, people like this. People are buying it. Because I'm sure Bed Bath and Beyond, a place like that's already got something yeah. like this too. I mean, it's not a bad product, but yeah. I just don't think it needs an investment from one of the sharks. Well, voice message. Ah, Russell. Uh, all right. Um, and, uh, you know, it, this is the, the difference I see here is the, the multifunction olive oil, which, again, I'm not a great cook at all, so I don't – no idea. If, I've got uh, I've olive oil probably from, like, two years ago. I probably would have used bad? it. Yeah, they said a month. A month? I'm like Mark. I think that the more you – the better longer you keep it, the better it is. Yeah. It's not the truth. Um and coffee preservation. See, coffee preservation too. I don't know enough about coffee to but know see, what now, needs to now be you preserved. Got to the beans. You're, you're, you're now having to educate and market. Well, I'm sure the coffee people know, but that's the thing. Like, if they were going towards restaurants, Starbucks, you know, all these companies to so use. So we're licensing, pro- right? If they were licensing, I feel like maybe I would understand. I would more so be like, oh, okay, I get it. But because I don't understand olive oil and I don't understand coffee, I understand wine, but not the others. I don't. I would never think to go buy a, co- a olive oil preservation little cork that pops up red. <laughs> would you? No. Um, so they do have two patents. They have two design patents in the U.S. and Europe. They have one. They're waiting on a no. They have a utility patent that they're waiting on. Um, Barbara's kind of just like it's not different enough. I'm out. Uh, Mark is you know, Mark's like clearly you've built something better than the other people that have built this is out there. But I have no idea what it is either. So I'm out. Lori is pretty much like it's there's so many similar things. I'm out. Robert's like you know simple done out. Um, you know, and, and again, Mr. Wonderful chimes in with his, there's so much we could do if you weren't greedy pigs. That's what he said. Wow. You think they were being greedy by asking for that 250K? For the percentage, yeah. You think so? You don't, you wouldn't, yeah. Based off of what they've made? Yeah, but again, it's, you know, and, and this guy, he did, he said it. And even Robert said, and I don't know if you caught this quote, but he said it so good. He says, as a startup, you should never argue value. Instead, we have to show you a limited perception of risk. And that's exactly what they've done. That is true. And that, and that really, like, they did do that. There's not a lot of risk. And they also, smart guys. I think they were kind of smart guys. Um, so, but, but they didn't get a deal. So I guess they didn't. I don't, I think they'll be all right with that deal. I think they're going to, I think they're going to be one of those companies where they get a lot more orders like tomorrow or they already did yesterday, Saturday, whatever. Um, and then it was kind of funny when Robert goes to Kevin, like, we're all friends here. You have, you have a problem, Kevin. I think that, uh. What problem is he referring to? Oh, because of the. Yeah. I mean, like, he didn't have to say that. Like, he takes it up a notch. Part of it is he's. Okay, you can't not think he's not playing a persona for the sake of the show. I don't know. I'd love to go have a glass of wine with him. I would love to totally just, like, hang out with him and see, like, what was Where you got to hang out with them at those guys at the Super Bowl? Yeah, well, they're not here on our show, so I don't really, you know, it doesn't do anything for me. You should have been at the Super Bowl. I wasn't invited. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I was, clearly. Yeah, whatever. You're too cool for school. Okay. Moving on to the next one. The last one of the show, Fort Magic. Terrible. What was terrible about it, Phil? You tell me. 
Okay, it doesn't come with the sheets? It's pretty much some PVC or PVP, whatever the whatever that's called. It's some like PVP yeah. piping in a bit. And you didn't bring the packaging? Why don't you bring the packaging? Because it's too damn big to bring. I mean, she literally handed them some PVC piping. I was like, here, give me $75,000 for 15% of my company. I, you know? I don't know. I mean, I actually was kind of really excited about this when she came out. I was excited, too. But until the be, no fabric. It should, no fabric, and the cost is a little bit high, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not that high. I don't have kids, so what do I know? I just know if I was a kid and this was to the full extent that it can be, like, yo, we got to get that. Yeah, you got to get that. And, like, the fabric should be, like, one side it's blue, one side it's red. It comes with, like, Velcro things to it. One side it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. One side's Power Rangers. Right. Let's go. Yeah, like, oh, shit, you can license this everywhere with all kinds of stuff. One's but, Harry Potter. One, build your own Hogwarts fort. One's, like, white and you can color on it. There I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. And she was a dingbat. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, you know what, though? Like, I gotta... For people like that, I kind of have to give Erica some credit because as much as we can sit back here, like, you don't know what they were asking her. We only got this edited-down version. She's clearly nervous. She clearly has a good product. She has good intention. You know what I mean? Like, she's not an arrogant, like, ignoring... She was just super nervous and kind of scattered. Which is why my heart goes out there because you have... Here's the thing you... First off, you brought in your mom for such a large amount of money. Okay, at least you're keeping in the family. But now you're bringing an investor. Why? That's the world's stupidest idea. Why? Because you're not even making money. And now you owe this guy. Basically, basically took out a big loan. Ah, uh, see. I just... Ah. But with one of the sharks, you're not just bringing an investor. You're bringing. She wanted the connections. Okay, with the sharks, she wanted Lori. I'm saying with the sharks, but she has an investor. Oh, the other investor with the 35. I would have done a Kickstarter. I would have done like you know whatever the hell the kid version of this is. Like just where the parents are that spend money on kid products. That's that would have been really cool. Kickstarter one showing like the kids building it. Yeah, that's what I would have done, but. She could have raised seventy five k. That's that's my she biggest knock on her, which is why, why like I feel bad for her. But world's dumbest decisions being made here. Did they say where she was from? I don't remember. I, don't remember. I wonder if some of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I kind of, um, you know, she was really super scattered, and then Barbara even tried to like simmer her down and be like, "Hey, what are your top three priorities when you get to work tomorrow?" She didn't answer the question, dude. She. Answered with a question. You mean like tomorrow or in general? Yeah, she she could have said like she could have said, "Well, my immediate goals for tomorrow are this, this, and this." But my overall goals are this, this, and this. She could have said her immediate goals for tomorrow to like get get her bags packed so that she could get back to wherever the business was. Like she could have so went so simple, and she couldn't do it. She just she couldn't do it. Um, So Barbara's out. Mark was like, you're going 200 miles an hour. I can't do it. Like, it was. It like almost okay. hurt to watch. It's ironic that she had the wherewithal to say, I'm not dancing around the numbers question. But you are! As she's Every circling time. Him, She's like, do-do-do, I'm not dancing around. It's a figment of your imagination. What was her first kind of, She, you know, uh, I believe it was Kevin that asked her first. And she said, before we get to that, um, I want to tell you about 
and I forget what it was, but it was just... a storage bag. It came with a storage bag. Was that what it was? <laughs> Probably. It was like some storage bag, and then they asked about the packaging. And then she, oh, no, 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 she said, before that, I want to tell you about the teepee. You can build a teepee and a horse. <laughs> Wasn't that what it was? Like, there was a picture yeah. that you could build a teepee and a horse. I mean, the greatest line of her tonight was, <laughs> I believe in Fort Magic. Well, no one's saying that you don't. Right. You just, it's not going to help you that much. No. I have belief in the world for something. doesn't mean it's going to go You know anywhere. what? I think this is the case of a brilliant idea, poor execution and pitch. It's a brilliant idea. Every kid wants to build a fort. You get some sheets. But see, that's the key thing. When you're a kid, the only thing you really have to build the fort is the sheets. Everything else, well, but maybe that's – is that her point? Is that her point that you don't need the sheet, that you already have the sheet? No, that's not That's not her point. point. But my thing was <laughs> – That's not her point. She could even get away without selling the BBC piping. Because here's the thing. If you're going to use – sell if, the sheets to make a fort. If you're going to use home – if you're going to use home sheets – the whole point is to make it how you need it, want it. It's supposed to be kind of ghetto, for lack of a better term. If you're going to build something, I want the Hogwarts of forts. Right, but see, that's it. It should come with, it should be like an Ikea fort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I get what you're saying. Like Ikea should make a fort package. Yeah. And you can do a bunch of different fort forts. Ikea? What the forts? Yeah. Ikea? What? Call us. Yeah, Ikea. Studio A number is. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, cool. So, you know, pretty much Robert at the end makes her a deal. She said, I think you're going to sell a ton of forts. He keeps saying, I think you're going to sell a ton of forts, which I'd actually love to see if she did sell a ton of forts or a bun- ton of PVC piping. Um, but he would need to be an equal partner. He'd want 50% because there's a lot of risk. Who knows? And Would she- that mean that the rest of them would have? Well, the rest of them would have like 18%, 17.5. Okay. Um, which, you know, I don't think either one of them is going to do. The investor probably would have been like, all right, that's what I have to do. Well, the investor had 35%. But again, like, all that stuff I think is just like, you know, I'd rather have 17% of something that sells $2 million than 50% of something that sells 100000 You know what I'm saying? Like, she's so scared. Like, she needs someone to be like, okay. This is what's going to happen. But you know what? She's already had $150,000 in sales. I don't know, man. I, I was I was a little back and forth on this one. Great idea. I, w- I wish I would have been blown out of the water by this. Like, yeah. I wish I would have been like, holy crap, I have to buy my nephew's Fort Magic tomorrow. And now I'm like, no, nah, I don't need to. It's a great doghouse if it came with sheets. It's a great lots of houses if it came with sheets <laughs> or fabric. Um, anyway, so she counters, she counters Robert with 25%. And, um, you know, cause here's the thing, honestly, can I give some advice? Yeah. Okay. If, if you're a kid and you want your own fort and you don't want to do it the getaway with just bed sheets and things like that, get a mini tent, build it in your house. That's what I did. I literally built tents in, in my room. You built tents or you popped up a tent? I popped up a tent, whatever you want to call uh. it. Call it I'm building. Just, I'm just saying, if you built it, there'd be different shapes. But see, that's the thing about forts is that you can every day you can have a different shape. Okay, so then you're. Make it, I don't know. Whatever. I like your idea. I'm, I, I get what you're saying. An easy. I'm just, fix I'm just saying for the the ten year old that is listening to you this podcast. The, the, there's yeah. one of them. I'm sure. Buy a tent, kid. <laughs> All right. Um, so, anything else about Fort Magic before we move on? Fort Magic is uh, is a thing of the past. All right. 
So for this week's flashback, we got the breathometer. Greatest invention ever. Greatest invention ever. This guy got $1 million for 30%, and he got all five sharks. I don't think that's the only time we've ever seen that, right? Have we seen that? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And he said, what did he say? Like beforehand, he had like $140,000 worth of sales. And um, he got a million dollars worth of sales after three months. I made it. I like how Kevin came in and was like, all right, chop, chop. We got we to move product here. Yeah. Well, because as we said, it was like back ordered. Yeah. And like Kevin was saying, like it's – see, but I don't know. Like I get that you don't want to be back ordered. You want to like deliver what people say. But like being back ordered, that's like a champagne problem. Like it's a better problem than like if you have a warehouse full of inventory that no one's buying. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like they can't catch up. So many people want it, they can't catch up. It's kind of like the bar business, and Chris Lee, um, our good friend, would, would relate to this. As long, here's the thing you know, if you're putting out drinks from the bar, as long as they get to the customer and they're good, you know what I mean, then you're okay. The, the double whammy would be if the drink came out late and it sucked. So, as, you know, in, in the case of this, as long as the product is good and they're keeping customers happy, they'll be all right with the back order. Well, that's what I'm saying. I I agree 100%. And I would just, for me, I would take it a different approach than the bar and be like, send them, you know, this thing with like, you know, a sticker or a t-shirt or, you know, whatever, like a coupon to give to a friend to buy a cheaper one. You know what I mean? Like give them an extra little perk. Yeah. They should make a deal with um, liquor stores. For um for a discount off for every bre- for if you if you buy a breathalyzer you get five percent off of like a liquor or something liquor stores they should sell these at every freaking bar out there every bar liquor store everything and then what they should do is in the bar they should have a few iPads set up and you can log in and do it before you left for a fee money um all right anything else Phil for this week. Nope, that's it. That's but I'm really excited for next week's episode. I, you know, I, I tell me why I didn't see it. Then call me I don't know. They always tease millions of dollars, millions of dollars, millions of dollars, and uh, it never fully amounts to the way that it, it looks. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just excited. Millions of dollars, yeah. millions of dollars. All right. Well, anything else? No. All right. Well, that about wraps up this week's episode of Shark Tank. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph with an F Z. And catch her tomorrow night on Oxygen's Chasing Marie Menunos at 10 p.m. Because Steph C, there's the After Buzz pool party, and Steph C is in attendance. Oh, am I really? You got that on camera? Hell yeah, we got that on camera. Uh oh. Steph Z and I play beer pong. I don't know how much of the footage is going to be used, but it's an epic party. I think, I think my team won. Wait, we were on the same team. Yes. And then we poured beer on the other team. High five! All right. (laughs) We'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.